Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. You can find me on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. Spelling G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Galen Trombley Show. Welcome to episode uh, welcome to episode 68 of the Galen Trombley Show. Sorry, we haven't done one of these in a couple weeks. So, but we're back. I was going to say Realty Talk, which is our other one. But Galen Trombley Show, episode 68 with Sam, Samantha, Morris. Call her Sam, though. I don't think I've ever called you Samantha. Um, so I went to school with Sam. I've known Sam since I was a little kid. Um, and now here she is and basically running her own dance studio. Correct. And... All things Irish, which you've been doing for. And we'll go. Back. Actually, I'll let you talk about that. But Sam, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And this is your first podcast, right? Yes, correct. And Sam already has broken two records on the Galen Trombley show. The most demanding. <laughs> she wanted this tape because she did her hair today and makeup and makeup. So we're taping this. It doesn't so, happen all the time. So if you see Sam, tell her her hair and makeup was on point. <laughs> and then also number two is she. Had, so far as the best hair we've ever had here. So that's oh, good. Thank you. That is a huge honor. And we're a minute in and you've already broke two records, Sam. So you're doing good. Um, so Sam, give people a little bit of background on you, like where you came from, um, you know, how you got to kind of the position you're in now. What do you do kind of yeah. day job? What do you do now with your new venture? Okay. Yeah. So I go way back actually with Galen. Um, I'm from Shazy. I've been Irish dancing since six years of age, so over 20 years. I'm not going to give you the exact math to figure it out. She's a year <laughs> younger than me. Do the math, folks. Um, so over 20 years, I actually started because my cousin, well, actually our cousin, yep. Megan, um, was too shy to try Irish dancing by herself, so she needed her cousin to come with her, and I did. And now here we are, um, 20-something years later, I own my own business, but... Um, so we went to Vermont first and we started taking classes and uh, we learned about the competitive side of Irish dancing and you actually need a, a certification to teach that so your kids can go to competitions. So in Vermont they didn't have that. So then we researched and we found a place in Montreal and for years we went to Montreal um, to take classes. And then the teacher came down here. Um, I kept with it. I started teaching. And I actually went in August of 2018, I believe it was, um, to get my certification. I had to go to Phoenix, Arizona, to become certified um, as an Irish dance teacher who could teach kids on her own and have them compete. Um, so once I got that, I kind of had to do a lot of thinking if I wanted to continue with the school that I was with or start my own business. And I decided to start my own business in January of last year. Um, so we just hit the one year mark, um, this January and I've over doubled in size and, um, I've just, it's been a blast. I'm so happy that I decided to go that route. How, how many uh, students do you have right now? Um, about 30. And how many classes a week do you take or do, or do uh, you uh, coordinate for or, or I'm teaching six days a week. Um, group classes though, uh, each class comes twice a week to me. So group classes, I'm teaching about what, two, 
for four days a week. And then I also offer private lessons um, because Irish dancing is kind of, it's, it's its own little world and it has a lot of things if you're competing where you have to be doing um, like turnout, your arms don't move, um, crossing, it has its own like really specific technique. Um, so if kids are competing, they're recommended to do and take private lessons. Um, so I also teach private lessons a few days a week. How many, like what's the percentage of kids that actually compete? In, in Irish dancing? Well, it's really a family choice um, because the competition side obviously inc- includes a lot of travel, costuming, um, hair. The curls aren't real. I mm-hmm. didn't know if you knew that. <laughs> I, I actually did know um, that, yeah. The curls aren't real. It's a wig. Um, the shoes, obviously the time to travel and the expense of traveling. So it's really a family um, choice. But there's actually more local competitions being offered, which is good. That makes it more accessible, especially to this area. There's actually, it's, it's called a FESH, mm-hmm. um, a dance competition. There's one being offered in Vermont in May. That's new. So there's one right in Burlington. And then there's one in Montreal. Um, but like all the major events, which you have to qualify for, they're usually not close. Like Philly's a big one, right? Philadelphia is... Yeah what we would call regionals. It's called an Oroctus, but it's that it's regionals. So you would have to go to a competition to qualify for that one? Correct. Or- unless, unless you're young enough, like the really young kids, it's teacher discretion. So that's, um, like eight and nine year olds. Everyone else has to qualify. So they'd have to go to feshes or feshna is the plural. Um, to qualify to even go to that. And are those like pretty close by too? Are they like Albany Um, or Syracuse? There is one in Albany. There's one in Montreal. There's some in Syracuse. Yeah, you can get some local, but the closest, like I said, is going to be Burlington and Montreal. Besides that, you're looking at a four or five hour drive And that's to qualify. And then the nationals, is is that still in Ireland? No, nationals. um, Or not nationals, I mean worlds? Nope. They started... um, they started rotating the location so it was more uh-huh. fair for everybody because if it was in Ireland every year, obviously the kids from Ireland don't have to pay for the travel or any of that. So this year it is in Ireland. Well, hopefully, depending on the yeah. health situation. Um, this year is the 50th anniversary and it is in Dublin. But um, it rotates every year. Like it's been in Montreal. It was in Montreal a few years ago. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. So so you go to Philadelphia, which is regional. Is that regional for the United States or is it still national? Um, we're considered the mid-Atlantic area. It's based on where you live. So even though I took classes from someone in Montreal, because I lived in New York, I had to go to Philadelphia when their regional was in Montreal. Oh, like really? so much closer. Yeah, yeah. But I had to go because it's based on where you live. So where do you go after you do Philly? So Philadelphia, um, and then it's Nationals is the next one, and that also rotates. This year okay. it's in Nashville. Last year it was in Vancouver. For so, Nationals? Yeah. Really? It's North American. Yeah. Oh, gotcha. So you would compete against the people from Montreal at the national at level? At the Nationals, yep. Gotcha. But now, have you been to Ireland for it? I have not. So um, I actually had the opportunity to go to Ireland Um for it's called all irelands which Mm -hmm. is held every year in killarney i believe Mm -hmm. um but i went on the mission of hope trip that year instead yeah killarney's where our family's from yeah which is great yeah um so okay so you did the dance and when you guys started out because again i'm going like you and meg did it for as long as i can remember yeah like probably from the i just remember like you guys you had like the 
the dresses and you had the wigs. And I knew yeah. they were wigs. So we saw you in school like yeah. the neck on Monday and you had normal <laughs> hair. Um, but you had like the whole outfit and the whole get up. Like, and you guys, I know we're going to Montreal. How often per week were you going? Um, it's like three days. Minimum. It depends if we're training for a major too, because that's extra practice. Really? So on an average basis, I would say probably at least three times. Like there wasn't um, even private lessons offered here. We went to Montreal for those because mm-hmm. it wasn't it wasn't here 15 years ago. Yeah. And, and do you find, so you guys went to Montreal. I mean, are you pretty much responsible for bringing Irish dancing to the region? Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure there's other people, but I mean, that, that did it. But again, like you said, like 15, 20, probably... Closer to 20 years now that you guys started doing this, like right. I know it wasn't around here because I know people were going to Burlington and then you right. guys went to Montreal at, at a higher level. Um, and I haven't really seen a big boom in it till lately. And I, I don't know enough about the local scene, but I know that you've been involved forever. Right. So I figure longevity wise, you're probably one of the first. Oh, yeah, for sure. One of the first. So there was a small group of us, um, not to name names, but I will. Uh, myself, Megan, the Duffies, um, mm-hmm. they're two sisters from Rouse's Point. And the McNally family, yep. um, we all traveled to Montreal and I believe it was, uh, Marcy McNally who said, you know, you should come down here. And that's when that started. So yes, I would say as a, as a group, we were the reason why, like if we didn't go up there, they wouldn't really know that Plattsburgh had no, no market there was interest for up it. Here, yeah. yeah. So yes, as a group. I'd say so, we did. So yes, yeah, so that's good. That's cool. So I mean, yeah. it's kind of bringing a whole new, um, I guess, kind of say entertainment, but like arts level of arts to the area for from, sure. Or like it's a mixture of you know sporting and art. Um, so from an Irish dancing perspective, when you're coaching and teaching, and obviously Irish dancing has been around for hundreds of years. Right. Um, so is there a lot of different like um, evolutions of the dance or there is okay because I figure there's a there's a certain style and again I'm very naive in the sense I know you guys do kicks and do all these things and right. I mean I'm using very generic layman's terms but yeah, no, um, I mean. but you talk about like not moving the arms and talking right. and there, you can see like if you watch like like uh, river dance or Lord of the dance or whatever they call it and like how they're d- jumping around and doing stuff so what have you seen, over, at least from your perspective, over the history of Irish dance and especially the last 20 years that you've been involved? So it's interesting because there's a, for Irish dance, there's a governing body that um, prides itself on the traditional aspect of Irish dancing. So that's part of what you get quizzed on when you go to take your exam. There's actually a whole booklet of um, traditional, they're called Kaylee dances. So mm-hmm. you do that in a group. Um, and those never change. That That will stay until the end of time. Um, but the, the competition or the competitive side and the individual, we call it solo dancing. Um, it's rapidly evolving, like the moves and the style, it all, it changes. It's almost like a fashion cycle, Mm -hmm. you know, like some moves are in and then they go out and then new moves come in and it's, um, like the things that remain constant are that your arms don't move which is different than river dance. River dance is show, so they will and like when we're doing shows, we'll move our arms at competition. That's that you can't do that. Like gotcha. there's absolutely no movement of the upper body at all. Um and that's very strictly enforced. I mean yes. like point wise from a point perspective yeah, or however yeah. you score. Yeah, there's even been a controversy too of like uh costumes with like assistive devices 
like Velcro or to something. hold your arms in. Yeah. Wow. Which okay. Is, which is a, like illegal. It's like and, the flake gate here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah there you go. Hey, my dad's a patron. I, I, I know. I, he, he would argue that. <laughs> um, so yeah, there's definitely, there's two sides. There's the, the traditional and then there's the contemporary and there's the whole governing body to try and preserve the traditional aspect of it. Um, so, so when you're watching all this, you, you like, Moves go in, moves go out, like you said, to kind of like fashion and everything mm-hmm. else. So you're obviously staying on kind of like, I say, the cutting edge, but you're staying up to date on not just, I mean, I'm assuming you're probably watching levels like world level, national right. level, and just kind of figuring out what maybe, is there a pro? Are they considered pros or what's your um, top level dancers? Championship level. And that's what Philadelphia and what Ireland and Nashville and Vancouver um, all were? So for regional, you could be in that level or the level below. Okay. Um, but nationals, yes, you have to be a championship dancer or you have to qualify at the Oroctus, which you technically you could qualify if you weren't in championship, but it's not very likely. It's like an amateur qualifying for professional right. event. Um, sure. So you're, I'm assuming you like, there's dancers you follow. There are, but it's funny. Um, in the last few years, it's gotten a little more lax. Like before that, before like Instagram really got big and whatever, you, you can't film at competitions because oh, wow, they, okay. they're afraid of people stealing steps. But, I mean, everything's online now. Yeah. Dancers post everything online. I post things online. Yeah. Um, I, I think, I personally think it's a great resource to kind of come up with inspiration. But, um, yeah, for a long time, there was a strict, like, you cannot post anything. You don't want anyone getting your steps. So, do you follow, like, Instagram, Irish Dance Instagram yeah. pages? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Well, I figure, I mean, like, there's all that comes up. Like, I, like, if I like golf or something like that, I'm going to follow golfers. Like, I mean, it's just natural. Yeah. Like, you follow a certain sport. So, though, I mean, if, you must be watching them even just practicing is really cool. Yeah. Like, not yeah. even the competition, but just like them, like, down in their studio or whatever, just dancing around. It's like, got to be pretty incredible. Yeah. Like, I posted a video of one of my championship dancers doing a move, and I think I checked last night. It was like 4,000 views, like 68 really? saves. Yeah, everyone does it. Yeah. Everyone's looking for what what well, might be new and what they can get inspiration do, from. Do you remember like the X games, like the skateboarding, snowboarding yeah. and like all that, or yeah. even take like snowboarding, like when they all post like all these different moves that they do and then they try to replicate it. But yeah. that's the only way you're ever going to get like true progression or evolution. Right. Cause if everybody's like hiding, you see it at competition once, but if you can get people really bringing out the best in each right. other. So I kind of like the idea that, cause I guess really if someone's like steal quote steals your dance move, as long as you, I would say, do it better than them, then right. you're okay, right? Or execute it in a different, like... So what happens when you're at a competition, too, is that you're all dancing to the same music, but the steps are different. The same song? Yeah. Oh. Do you know the song ahead of time? Well, yeah. So how that works is, like, um, there's, like, reel and slip jig for soft shoe and hornpipe treble jig for hard shoe. So based on what age you're in you have a combo of the two mm-hmm. um so it's like slip jig treble jig real hornpipe um those are your two rotations i guess you could say um so you know what you're training for but it's up to you to choreograph the dance to that music oh i didn't know that so steps are supposed to be unique to each school so it's not like figure skating where you just like throw in whatever mixtape you want and go out no okay no. I, I so i thought it was like you just had to pick like some irish no because i was wondering if someone goes out and does like some like dubstep irish dance music and no. like dance no. around that so it's very traditional like yeah there's flute always and... at majors and most small competitions even it's always a musician like a live musician playing the music over oh. and over and over again yeah and how long does a normal dance take? 
Um, it's less than two minutes. And that, is that pretty standard? Is there a time yeah. frame? Yeah, it depends on what you're dancing. Like a reel goes quicker than a, a slip jig, but it's usually two minutes or less. So when you're programming for this and coming up with the whole dance and everything, like the choreography, mm-hmm. chore- choreographing, the it's pretty much free reign. Now, or do you have to have yeah. certain implements? And no. again, I'm going to go to figure skating because I know right. they have to have a certain amount of jumps and spins and no, stuff. It's whatever the teacher decides. It just has to go to the music. That's pretty wild. So that must be pretty stressful. Or I say str- maybe not stressful, um, but I'm sure I'm sure you put a lot of effort into yeah. the. It takes chore- a lot of time. Like yeah. people are like, you must love that creative. Um, thing or aspect about it and I do um, but the time it takes to come up with something that you think is good and then usually when you're done you're like wow that wasn't even good are, are, are you one do you do you overthink it are you one that you just kind of like put it out there and just keep going through it until you polish it a bit or I do like, you really uh, yeah I like to put it out there have them have the girls dance it um what I have liked enjoy I, what I have enjoyed doing, and I didn't think it was afforded to me, um, which is fine, um, is I like the imp from the older girls. I have two older girls that um, are my assistants too, mm-hmm. so um, what I like to let them do is kind of give their input because each dancer has their own strength mm-hmm. and and weakness, so they know what they'll like or do well in their dance. So I like to give them input as well and take their um, feedback. So I, I definitely start it and then kind of grow from there for choreography. Yeah, so they'll have, they'll have a little bit of say, or I say say, but they, they might have a little bit of persuasion or sway yeah. into how you'll, like, I guess, um, switch it up or change it or, or again, evolve that dance yeah. from this, from basically the rough draft to the final, yeah, they're final very, product. Yeah, they're very, very talented, and, and I do, like, I really enjoy their input. And they have a trained eye. Like a very, like they've seen yeah, so they've many Yeah, they've been steps. dancing for at least 10 years too. Yeah. My two assistants. Um, so what is, if you had, and again, I'm just, this is more for fun. If you had to pick like me or some random person and just say like, what are the, like the top two, three, four, five things that like someone would have to do for you to consider like that is Irish dancing besides just like jumping around looking goofy. Okay. Uh, like a random person, I'm saying, but I'm right. saying like a, if you saw someone out and been like, do this, 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 and this, and you can semi-dance. So the arms, okay. the arms would have to stay in. Your feet would have to be turned out okay. and crossed. That's the hard part. A lot of people can turn their feet out, but then they look like penguins. You have to cross your legs while you're in turnout. Gotcha. Oh, and so you cross your legs, t- feet in, but are, knees out. No, feet are out. Turnout, yeah. Oh, legs are crossed, like. So turn, so go like this. Now keep them the same direction and cross it over. Yeah, that's turned out. Ooh, okay. Yeah, it's not easy. No. I've I've had plenty of my friends ask me to teach them something, and most of them can't even do the stance before you start dancing. So properly. that's that's when you walk out. That's your that's like your like where you stall or sta- or that's where you're static right before the dance. Yeah. And everybody's in that same stance. Yeah, and then you point on like. On six, seven, you're on your toes on eight, but you keep that turnout and crossing. And that's like the <laughs> intro. And that's standard. That's like tradition. Yeah. So you don't mess with that. No. Okay. So, okay, arms in. Turn out. Turn out. Crossed. Crossed. So that's, okay. So that would be like a given at any point in any dance and then on your toes usually. There's rarely a moment where you're not on your toes. So someone like boom, boom, boom did that. You'd be like, this guy knows what he's doing. All of a sudden, I just like I would recruit them for a dance class. Yeah. 
and then all of a sudden not easy to do and then all of a sudden it's just like <laughs> the wheels go off the tracks at that point um if they get to that point yeah normally as soon as somebody goes on their toes too it goes like this mm, straight do you, do you have a lot of people that try to come in like what what's your clientele like is it mostly younger kids that go up through or is it some people some people that just go for for uh more of like like a fitness kind of class where they just can dance as like you know just for exercise or the people that go in maybe they used to dance as a kid and want to get back into it or most of them go in with the idea that they want to semi-compete or um i think i have all over the place i currently don't have an adult class but that's something that i'm hoping to do in september Mm -hmm. um when i have a bit more free time um but most of my kids are younger um i'd say more than more than half are just there to you know, try it and they enjoyed the classes that they took previously. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I'm definitely getting an interest in competing. Um, but like I said, I've only been open for a year. Yeah. So some of them transferred to me, which means they can't compete for six months. So they might have wanted, oh, wow. yeah, the commission. So this is like rules. a pretty strict yes, thing. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. It's there's like NCAA whole, rules or something. A whole governing body. So a lot of them are just now eligible to start competing again but they could they can train with yeah you. oh yeah they, they can just do can't. shows they can do anything they just can't compete gotcha okay so shows are different now how often do you guys do shows um well a lot during this season um we just had we just went to two nursing homes um unfortunately our events this weekend i think are going to be rescheduled <laughs> due to coronavirus um but we had two events this weekend and then I also have no idea on the 17th, we're supposed to be traveling to some school shows. Okay. I don't know if that's going to happen either. Um, Do it remotely, right? Web- yeah. Webcast it? Yeah. From your studio? Um, so yeah, we're busy during this time of year. Um, but the, the good thing of being from Shazie and being local is that I have a really good in with all the events happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so we did the downtown holiday parade. Yep. I saw, not, just saw you guys there. Not to brag, we won the the. Did you? Yeah, we got first place. As we for had Elsa. The float? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Did you see? Did you happen to see the uh, Christmas vacation I one, did. though? I did. I heard they were that, pretty upset that they didn't that's, win. <laughs> that's, that's a big upset. I didn't realize that. Well done. Yeah, yeah. We won that. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, we did the Saranac Lake Winter Carnival, which was freezing, but it was fun. And we actually got second in youth walking group, I think. Good. Um, and then uh, we... <laughs> Uh, bell rang for the Salvation Army. Yep. So we're at the mall two nights uh, during the Christmas season. Um, yeah, we are pretty active in the community, which is awesome. something that I want to be. Um, we would have done more nursing homes too, but again, the health concerns at this point um, prevented that, but hopefully towards the summer. And do you guys have, uh, besides obviously like right now being like the peak season for right. you in regards to the holiday, but um, are you guys doing stuff throughout the year for either, I say festivals, but like, um, you know, shows or do you do stuff at Mayor's Cups or do you do stuff yeah. at? We, uh, we participate in Mayor's Cup and um, Battle of Plattsburgh. Mm-hmm. Um, anything that Plattsburgh offers that we can go to, we will. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Um, and I'm trying to think anything else I kind of want to. Oh, yes, I did. I want to go back to that. I actually wrote this one down. For your outfits, I mean, th- those cost quite a bit of money, right? 
So. Now, is is the rumor? Here, here's my. Actually, do you want to talk first before I just like say a bunch of false things? I probably think. <laughs> okay. I've heard. Yeah, I'll I'll clarify. Or <laughs> you got to fact check my stuff. No, because it's fun. when people when I say I teach Irish dance, like you should sign your kid out there. The first one of the first things usually is that's really expensive, and I'm not gonna lie, it can be, it can be. But if you're just doing it for fun, which we have a blast. Like I said, we do a lot of community events. Competing is not necessary. Um, then no, it's not expensive. I charge really, really reasonable rates. Um, I like to keep it affordable. Like I'm, I'm from here, so I know what a good rate is. Um, the costumes that you're talking about is for competition. Um, um, yes. You and Meg's like fancy, like spark yes, sequin ones. Solo dresses. Okay. So those are all custom made. Nobody has the same one. You it- can buy them secondhand. If you don't buy them secondhand, they are quite expensive. However, there is a market for resale. Okay. Um, And it does, like I said, run as like fashion, like high fashion would. Like what is in now will be out in a year. But so you usually keep those dresses for a year and then you sell them. So you can only, can you dance only once in that dress? Or is that? No. Oh, because I had heard rumor. As you had to always buy a new dress for different competitions. Faults. Okay, that's good. So fact checking um, me. Yeah. Now, what about the wigs? Can you reuse the same wig? Yes, you can reuse the same wig until it starts to get like frizzy, like and trashy, yeah, gross looking. You can reuse that. Is same there a wig. resale? Is there a resale market for wigs? Yes, you can resell them. Okay. Do they it's all harder though? Because do they all have color. to be like that curly brown hair? No, there's all different. Oh, really? So there's all different styles too. There's full wigs, which means the curls would be like like my length, mm-hmm. pure ringlets. There's bun wigs, which is just a bun of curls. Um, there's different, there's curls that go to here. Like there's all different styles and colors Do for wigs. Do you have to have a wig? Mm, no, but yes. Okay. <laughs> you don't have to, but if you're at a major, you just, you do. Like as, as like someone ever showed up at one of the majors and just said like just rolled out with like a big hair and just like curled it all up and just went out and did it. I've only seen I can actually I in all the competitions I've been to I can only remember one one person seeing one person without. A and it was probably just like something malfunctioned with the hair probably before going out. Oh, I yeah I have no idea. It's not it's not a common sight. So so what no that's great so what what uh. <laughs> This is all stuff that I was like, and and the shoes. You have soft shoes that are more mm-hmm. like ballet slipper Correct. kind of things, and then you have Gillies. Gillies, is that Irish, okay. yeah. Okay, is that all Gaelic? Yeah, like Gaelic terms. And then you have the hard shoe. Yep, which is just hard shoe. Yep. And that's kind of got the heel on it, and it's got must have like a hard toe on it because yep. you can stand on them easier. Mm-hmm. Um, can you stand on your toes in the Gillies? Is that tough? Um, if you have, because Rose from Titanic did it, so I just want to see if you can. <laughs> If I have a few dancers who can, um, if you have good arch and, and foot strength, you absolutely can. That's crazy. Um, but the hard shoes obviously are easier to do. Yeah. The hard shoe. I mean, I would never suggest you dancing because like, don't you have to go up on your toes? But don't you have to go up on the toes? You, you said, have to sir? be dancing on your toes, but most people can't get to this. It's more like, here. yeah, more like just, you know yeah. Mean? Yep. Um, hard shoes. You do go over your toes though. Cause your foot is kind of like this, but the shoe is more made for that than soft shoe. And that's the one that you get like the clicking. Yeah. I was actually watching um, semi-recently. Uh, Michael Was Michael Flatley like the most famous Irish dancer? I would say, yeah. Okay. So I was watching him and he was like jumping up and spinning and doing all these kicks. But I think that was 
definitely not competition because his arms were flailing. So he was right. doing chill. But he's a world champion. World. So he's won the whole thing. Yeah. He Probably multiple times. But he, I mean, he's obviously older now, right? So he's, Oh, I think he's in his 70s. Oh, is he? Well, yeah. okay. So, um, Riverdance came out 25. Yeah, they just had the 25th anniversary. So it came out 25 years ago. So where is like the best person in the world from? Well, it all depends. So they change every year. There's not like one clear cut person every year? Well, in each category. It goes by age and by gender. Like they have age groups for... Like it's U15, U13, U12. There's a winner in each age group. Is there an open though? Like an open division meaning 18 to like 40, 18 to 35? Only when you get to older. It's like 21 and over or something. So like out of the 21 and what's actually, what is the major category? Meaning if if, if you had to pick, um, let me see, take... Take hockey, okay? If you went to like the Worlds or whatever, or you went to the Olympics, the Olympics, the top one is like the actual Olympics, and then you have the U21s, U19s. No offense, nobody knows who they are or who wins it, but you know who wins like the the actual open major category. Okay. Does that make sense? Or it'd be like saying like the NBA, like who won the U18 basketball AAU championship? Nobody knows, but who won the NCAA Division One college basketball? Everybody be like, yeah, that team. Oh, I'd say nobody knows that either. So <laughs> I don't watch sports. So okay, so um, but like, which ones are mo- the most like the most like most notoriety if you win it? Prestigious. I don't think there really is one to be honest. Um, I think it's only like the people who are really well known are the ones who win it year and year again because yeah. it's so hard to do it in the first place. Um, there's a few that it's like five time world crazy. champion, which is insane. And where are those people from? All over? Um, yeah, a lot of schools too. A lot of the schools, like there's a school that's based out of New York City, so it's in our region, mm-hmm. but they also have schools in Dublin. Like they just they that, travel the teachers. And they're legit. Yeah. Have you ever been able to go down and train with them? No, because again, like there's a governing body in Irish dance. Oh. And if you associate with other schools, it needs to be written. Um, you can pay for workshops, but again, it needs to be documented and so you can't just like go down to New York city and drop in and be like, can I just like no. dance with you guys? No. Wow. That's pretty strict. Um, yeah. so, and the flooring you guys dance on is t- a typical, like kind of that dance. Is it match it's or Marley wood? flooring? Is that it more was of a probably mat? one of my biggest investments opening up? Was it a good it, floor? Yeah. Because in the floor, is it's got like a, a matting to it, right? Well, it depends what you buy. Um, you can buy um, a sprung floor, mm-hmm. so you wouldn't have to put anything like um, where I am. There's a It's concrete floor, which yeah. obviously you can't dance on. You'll, you'll injure yeah, your knees. Are, your knees. Yeah. Um, so you can buy sprung flooring, um, but that's not... I bought a version of that, but not... I, I put plywood under it and then the mat on top of it so it kind of has a little spring to it the the flooring the wood floor has a little give to it mm-hmm. the 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 mat doesn't because that was astronomical it's so expensive where do you buy I mean, online uh, it came from in? new jersey and they just ship it up yep on, on a truck how big is the mat Ooh. Like 20 by 30 or? I have no idea. I couldn't tell you off the top of my head right now. Just a lot. Yeah, that's big. I'm <laughs> spatially challenged. Um, it was big and I had to recruit people because um, I think the pallets weighed more than the flooring. And it, yeah. it scared me, but I had my brother, his friend, um, one of the dance dads, like 
workers came and I was there um, to carry it all in. Yeah. No, I, I can only imagine because like rubber matting and stuff, like floor mats and stall mats and stuff are heavy. So I can yeah. only imagine what something like that would be. Um, no, so that's good. So for since you've opened um, the new business, like what has been, because now you're, I mean, you're running a small business right. at this point. So, because I don't, I don't think people realize that when you're running a small business, it's not like you just show up and like jump to the front of the class and, and run the class. You know, right. there's a lot of prep work that people don't see. A lot of behind the scenes. Yeah. Um, do you have anybody on staff? No, no. So, it's so it's pay, just me. No, but payroll. I mean, from a payroll perspective. But then you have, you know, probably insurance. Then you probably have. Yeah. Then you're dealing with obviously taxes because you're. It will be my first year this year. Filing I'm not taxes. Looking forward to that. Yep. Because yep. you're now you're 1099, right? For that. Sure. Yep. So, <laughs> but but like, what what's been the most challenging from running a small business? Could be like coordinating schedules. Could be you know putting out like I say press briefs, but like right. For, I mean, you know what I'm talking about. Like dealing yeah. with. Um, um, there's a lot that you don't think about because obviously my, my drive was because I just love teaching dance so much, but obviously when you own your own company, it is no longer just showing up to teach class, like you said. Um, so I would say the tax, actually this tax season has got me stressing a little. Do you want me to wait? Okay. Um, this tax season, uh, what else? Yeah, making sure I keep up my social media presence too. I um, I do try and post a lot. I like to let people know what we're up to and um, I think that's important. Um, there's just so much that you don't think about until you're doing it. Obviously coordinating costumes and getting those made. Um, but luckily I have a great group of parents who will volunteer. Um, and let's see, running my website you have to learn a little bit about graphic designing on your own. Uh, mm-hmm. So yeah, there's a lot of behind the scenes that happens. But like I said, luckily I have a lot, a lot of parent volunteers um, to help me. Do you, um, yeah, so I mean, that's a good thing. Cause I, again, I, there's times here where I'm just like, there's a million things going on and I have to get like a project done. And there's about, but you uh, have staff. I have one. I'm hiring someone soon, like oh, within probably a week. Oh, who's nice lady that greeted me? That's Nicole. So Nicole works in the office, but I'm okay. saying even like my, like, yeah, we have Nicole and then I'm hiring someone this coming week, like to be like my full-time, like on assistant, which will hopefully help. Well, we definitely will help, but hopefully it like takes care of a lot of stuff yeah. that, but it's the idea that there's like, you're trying to work on one project and five or six more things will come in while you're working on that project. And it just keeps like, and then you're trying to like get as much done. So I, yeah. I can... So that's what I'm saying for you, like running the whole show, it's, there's a lot of behind the scenes. There's a lot of extras that you probably didn't anticipate. Like now you're like website. Now you're like, how do I, maybe not code a website, but how do I, you know, add everything up, make it look good and, and sync up. Or if you have scheduling or if you have like some kind of payment structure online, how do you get that set up? Um, do you do anything with like video and editing and video? No, I, it's something I'd like to get into, but no, right now it's pretty much just Instagram, Facebook. Yeah, it's, um, it's a lot of work. It is, but I like my two assistants are quite young. They're what fourteen and sixteen, so Savvy they're at it. they're kind of hip with all that stuff. So um, teaching the old lady new and, tricks. And, yeah, they, <laughs> and they love to do it. They love to post something. So I take advantage of that when I can. Um, but yeah, there there are a lot of details. Um, 
And with everything so crazy, like um, when you try and plan events so far in advance, I mean, there's bound to be some sort of change in like arrival time or and mm -hmm. coordinating with all the families. Like I have 30, 30 kids and obviously like 30 families are maybe a little less because there's some siblings um, that really depend on like that advance notice. So, I mean, you just have to make sure you're on top of everything. Yeah. Um, and do you find like when the kids get in, I mean, are do you have a lot of, um, I mean, they're going in, obviously it is something they probably feel passionate about because they're not going, it's not, they're doing it for the fun of it. It's not right. like they're required to do it for work or something like right. that. So, um, I'm assuming the attitudes of a lot of these kids going in, make it a little more easy because they want to be there. Meaning yeah. like, you're not going to just sign up for dance lessons and just to sign up, right. you know, you're going to actually like doing it. So do you find that that might kind of make it maybe things a little bit easier? Cause I'm sure it gets very repetitive. Because we're teaching multiple classes a day or the same movements or is there a lot of difference between the classes? Um, so I have four different level classes right now because um, I don't really group by age. I group by ability and mm -hmm. kind of how long you've been dancing. Um, so, yeah, I mean, all, all the kids enjoy it and I actually have a great uh, discipline strategy. Good. I'm not I'm not a yeller. I'm, I'm pretty soft spoken. Um, so if they're not listening or they didn't do what I, I said, it's just an automatic depends on the class. Um, sit-ups. That's just, it? Yeah. You know, do sit-ups? Yeah. I thought you were going to be like passive aggressive and just ignore them the whole time. <laughs> no. Just like wander around no, and pretend no, they're not no, even no. there. No, I just say, okay, it depends on the class again. And my older girls, they get it worse. It's usually 50. The younger class is like 10 sit-ups, but they like to talk. Girl, I, I only have girls right now and I do accept boys and I'd love to have boys in my class, but they like to talk. So if they're talking, then I just say, okay, 10. And it's amazing just how, 10. but ev for every time, girls Wait, every don't time. stop talking. It's 10, like every two minutes. I'm not really Depends on the day. No, normally they're pretty good, but I found that that is effective because, well, one, they need good core strength anyway. So this <laughs> th this discipline is more it's benefiting them training, in, yeah. the, in the long run, and it prevents me from having to yell or or you know discipline. Not that I wouldn't, but um, I'm hoping that it prevents me from having to, which it does a pretty good job at that. That's good. Um, yeah. As I say, for for a little girl, you pack a big punch then. I try to without yelling. So that, that, <laughs> that's good. Um, so with, um, so the, the two events, cause we, we had the, uh, Irish breakfast that got canceled. What's, I know we were talking about this before and it's just current event. Like what's your take on the coronavirus? Neither of us oh. are doctors, neither of us are doctors, but what do you, <laughs> you what do you think? Can of worms. Um, you know, truthfully for a long time, and this is going to sound silly. I was trying not to think about it. I was like, okay, it's going to come here. It's inevitable. I'm not going to panic. However, my coworkers, you know who you are, um, have made me a little nervous with this toilet paper shortage um, and buy canned foods and get all that stuff. Do you want me to wait? No, you can talk. Okay. Um, I am, I'm, uh, I don't know. It, it makes me nervous, but at the same point, it's inevitable. So, um, Plattsburgh seems to be taking preventative measures, which is good. Like I said, the two events we're supposed to participate in this weekend, I think one is definitely canceled. The other one is open to us, but I'm going to get parent input if they want to do that or not. Um, so they're taking preventative measures, but uh, I don't know. It's kind of scary. 
What what do you and we'll put this on the air after? Let me just roll with this, Sam. So yeah. Um, be on yours. So what do you think? Like your brother obviously is traveling and all that. Does that worry you, or is that just like it is what it is? I mean, it is what it is. Ugh. I just I I feel a bit annoyed because there's so much information out there that it's hard to decipher what's real, what's fake, what I should be taking seriously and not like I've, I've, I can hear information saying, you know, it's more deadly and it's, it's coming or whatever. And then two seconds later I could hear somebody say the exact opposite. So it's hard to decipher what I should be taking seriously or not. I'm the worst when it comes to current events, meaning I don't pay attention to the news often. Just time-wise, time I just never never yeah. watch it. So people say stuff, and then from my understanding, it's somebody, like obviously it's it's more contagious than the flu. Like Correct. I probably have heard that, but yep. or I should say it spreads faster than the flu. But they said a lot of people probably have it. They don't know they even have it because it's flu-like symptoms. But they right. said that most people that so far have been really affected by are ones that typically are either older or already kind of susceptible to, you know, bad immune systems or could have been like pre pre uh, existing condition of some sort that would cause them to potentially gain it or get hit with it a little bit harder than say somebody that was in relatively good health. So you said that you think there's one person that was actually like, boom, hit, wiped out. Uh, like, I, I've heard of, I've heard of cases where the person has no known pre-existing conditions and is in rough shape, not locally. Um, but again, this is all hearsay. Yeah. Someone said that New York has the most infected people. It wouldn't surprise me with New York City. I think they said 200 and something. In, well, that's the problem. Well, that's the thing. Like it's skewed a little bit because New York City might have, you know, either 200 might have 100 of them, you know, or right. 150 of them. So I don't know. I just think and it's kind of. confirmed in Vermont, I think. In Vermont, yeah, the Tom Hanks has it. Yeah, I saw that this morning. I saw, I saw something. They said Tom Hanks survived four years on Desert Island, but Corona got him. <laughs> so, um, it's hard. It's hard to know what's real and what you should take as information and what you should leave. Like, does Tom Hanks just come out and be like, honestly, I just like laid in bed for three days and just drank fluids he and I was good to go? I don't know if he tweeted. He did something. I, I read it this morning. It was like we, him and his wife, we both had like flu-like symptoms. Um, the body aches, fever, chills occasionally, and then they tested him and it was positive. So, so what's he doing? Just kind of like, did he say, or is there info on him? The only um, reason is Tom Hanks is the only he, guy I know that has I know. it. He said he'd keep everyone informed, but I haven't seen anything since. But there's two in the N- not NFL. NBA? Um, yeah. I guess NBA's done. Yeah. Someone said they just shut down like the whole season's done. Well, I mean, that's, this, that's crazy. it's spreading so rapidly. It's it's so insane. That and college basketballs, they're playing the, they'll probably end up canceling it, I would assume. I Yeah. Because I mean, right now there's no, there's going to be nobody in the stands I've to heard, watch yeah, it. Yeah, I was going to say, I've heard talks of like continuing, but not letting spectators. Yeah. So it's literally just know. like an empty gym with like coaches and staff and refs like playing. Yeah. Like, which it's kind of cool to watch a game like that because you just can watch basketball because then it looks like a pickup game because there's no audience like going crazy. But I, I, I kind of want to see a game like that because I think it'd be kind of cool to watch. But I bet you they cancel it. I think a lot of things are going to be canceled. I think they're going to try and take preventative measures. I've also seen, again, I'm getting my news from Facebook, um, some charts that uh, were showing a big decrease when places took preventative measures like shutting down or limiting. It made a difference. Yeah, 
a huge difference. Yeah. I, like New York City's going to be terrible because of the just like subways and, and mass people. transportation. And yeah, and like you're yeah. next to everybody. I'm, I'm okay. I mean, I see a lot of people every day. So like I've probably have shaken hands today with like five people already. Like it's just I'm one. Glad I didn't shake your hand. That's right. I give you a hug instead. So that you're good. Uh, but the, yeah, it's just the idea that I don't know, like hand sanitizers like out. If somebody was, I wonder how many people bought hand sanitizer, like bought a bunch of it, like stocked up on it and now we're flipping it. Uh, Meaning they a bought lot. a bunch for like. I think someone said there was hand sanitizer on Amazon for like 90 bucks. It's, it's insane. crazy. Yeah. There's a. Uh, toilet paper and the guy next to me sells like toilet paper and he's out can't get it what do you mean he sells to- that's what his job is he sells no no paper? he does like he has um he's got like paper products or cleaning supplies okay yeah so yeah so part of it's toilet paper so he's like it's we're crazy. out he goes sam's club's out and then i showed him one on uh on um amazon it was going like three times higher than what he would sell it it was like cottonelle like tw- it was like 20 rolls for like 20 something dollars and then there was Gosh. another one was nine 60 rolls for like 90 something dollars and it was insane. He goes, yeah, we sell that for like 30 bucks. And I was like, oh, okay. So like the, the markup on a lot of those is insane, especially now with the, the flights being canceled too. I was t- talking to you before about yeah. the flight costs going up, like the kind of like the last of the, the flights. In um, Domestically, we're okay though, flying, right? As far as I know. They haven't shut it down yet because I just knew, I know a couple people that just left to go to Florida for like mixture of spring break and right. just to go down and which isn't that like one of the hubs? Uh, yeah, I wouldn't, I personally would not be traveling right now. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'm just waiting for, actually, I wouldn't mind it for, if things like shut down for like a week and be like, kind of like it's a. It's more, they're saying now that it's like a 25 day but I'm saying, period like where for, you could spread it. But imagine like you and I, we end up like getting the, like a week off of like no responsibilities. I'm saying like in the sense of that'd be kind of cool just to have like a week off and you could kind of just like work yeah, on projects were, and like do housework and do unless like unless you had it well unless you have it but horrible. i'm saying like if they just like were like okay nobody's like out let outside of your home unless you're like going to get something Honestly, you really I need i think it's gonna happen and if that's the case then it'll give me like a week where you could just like you know, i think it's gonna happen i think it's gonna be more than a week i would get some projects done around the house i'd be happy about that things yeah, that i keep I'd putting probably off. watch a lot of netflix you think so what, what's your netflix uh, uh right now good girls oh my god it's so good good girls oh yeah what's it's it about? so good so there's three. There's three. <laughs> she just gave me a look at like this is like the, the this it is the best. It um, is. So there's three women who all have their own circuit. They're all well, two are sisters and then a friend. Um, they all end up in a dire money situation and they end up robbing a grocery store. And the money from the grocery store is actually like a gang's money. So a bunch, like it's just a trickle down effect. After that, I can't give you more because I don't yeah, want to ruin, ruin it. it. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start so watching it. It's so good. Um, what is the series that you've watched the most? Friends. Is Friends good? I mean, you obviously, well, I've never seen it. What? I've, I don't watch Friends. <gasps> I've, I've watched The Office a thousand times. No, I've, I don't watch The Office. Office is great. Uh, Friends is the best show ever. You have to buy it now. It's not on Netflix anymore. I won't buy it then. I didn't watch it on Netflix when it was on Netflix. Well, that's the your office mistake. Is, the Office is going off Netflix too. And I'm going to probably cry. Well, it's... Friends is better than The Office. So Did Friends go to another network, though? Because The Office is going to like you NBC. You can buy it on Prime, or I think it's HBO now. Ugh. How it's many like seasons? It's like 200 bucks to buy the whole, all the seasons Oh, it's Prime. not, definitely not going to buy it. It is worth it. How many seasons? And they had quite ten, a bit, right? Yeah, I was going to say, they were. Ten, yeah. When did they start, stopped doing Friends? 
Was it like a early 2000s? Ago. I didn't watch it when it was like it was airing on TV. Because I think they came I out like it. mid 90s. So they probably went to like 2003 or four. Yeah. They're supposed to be doing a reunion. I saw an Instagram post. Yeah. Which meant nothing to me. And I didn't care. I just, it, I don't Actually, the know photo I, I saw like it because I feel like it's not going to live up to what it was. I hope it does, did but you, it, they never do. Did you ever watch Full House slash Fuller House? I watched Full House. I think I watched one episode of Fuller House and I couldn't. So that's that's what it worries. Like Me too. Full House I used to watch all the time. That was one of my favorite shows as a kid. And then Fuller House was only good when you had like the three guys back. Like you had Danny, Jesse, and Joey. Mm-hmm. And then you had Becky, who might be in, she in jail yet? I don't think so. Not yet. Okay. Um, but now it's just like the girls, but it's like, it's fine. Like the, the premise of the show is cool, but like all like the nostalgic aspect were like, right. I get it, but I want, I want like the, there's no Olsen twins either. Yeah. Yeah. True. I want, I want all the old jokes. I want the, I want the, like the, yeah. like the really bad jokes from the original. Um, yeah, that one, full, that, that one would ruin for me. Like the office they've talked about coming back, but they've made a good point. Even if everybody would come back, there's no way you could run the office the way they ran it back then because it was very non-politically correct, which is hilarious. And now everybody, everybody would be getting bent out of shape over some of the jokes, but they couldn't do the jokes because right. then it would be like, oh, you said something stupid. And it's like, go back to the That's first couple true. seasons of it. Back when it was like 05, 06. And there were some jokes. I was like, holy crap. I haven't heard that said on a TV show in I know. 10 years. It's amazing. If you watch a lot of older shows, I, I am constantly like, they could never say that now. They yeah. could never say that now. So that's one of their big things. But part of it is I don't want to ruin a good thing. Like I would love to have them all come back and like reminisce about episodes. Like the, the couple of the girls from The Office are doing a podcast where they're rewatching all the episodes and talking about them. Oh, cool. Which I think is cool. But I'd rather see that than them just try to like reboot I know. it. it may, when I, I heard the thing about Friends, I, I had mixed feelings. I, it's tough. Because Fuller House, I, not, not for me. No, I couldn't, I couldn't watch it. I think I got through most of the first season trying and I'm like... Every episode that was not one of the guys didn't come back, it was terrible. Mm. I say terrible. It was just like a letdown. I was like, that's kind of boring. But they did a couple. Boy Meets World, too. I think they came back with another one. Yes. But I never watched that. Me neither. According to Topanga. Yeah. Topanga, maybe one of the greatest. I love that show. Maybe one of the greatest sitcom names ever. (laughs) Topanga. Is that? It always sounds like tapioca. It does. It does Topanga. Is Topanga? Topanga, yeah. Is that a fruit? What is that? Nothing? Just a name? I always thought it was like a fruit, like a, like could be like a mango or never eaten a nectarine. I don't know. It just sounds like it should be something like just a weird name, but, um, I don't know anything else going on, Sam. Like, what have you been up to besides Irish dance? Pretty much just Irish dance work. Uh, yeah. Yep. So I teach special ed at North country kids Mm -hmm. and you've been there for quite a while right now. I've been at North country kids for over five years. Um, but I'm finishing my master's this summer. So I'm also in grad school at Plattsburgh. Nope. Um, it's all online through Toro. Um, and where'd you go to college? I got my undergrad at Plattsburgh state. You did. Okay. Mm -hmm. It seems like so long ago from the, did you stay on campus or you stay at home? No, I stayed at home. Yeah, I did. I did the same. And I, my college years, I have a very good memory up until the time I was about 18 and I'd say 19 to probably 25 was like, I don't have a really good memory to the point where I almost like feel like I blacked out through. I, I didn't really. I wasn't I that big. I wonder why. I wasn't in that college bad. College years. I, no, but I wasn't that bad in college. Like in, in college, I hung out with like Shay kids. Like, I mean right. home, like the kids we hung out with in high school more so than I didn't meet anybody at college. I literally have nobody from college that I know right now. 
during the time I went to college. Yeah, I mean, I'm Facebook friends with some, but I would, yeah, I'm like, if I was to message them, they probably wouldn't know who I was. If I have any friends from Facebook, but I think that is the downside of not living on campus, too. I agree, but I, I I mean, financially, it made more sense not to. That's why I didn't do it, right? And now looking at it, I'm like, I probably could have done it because, but then, but now I'm like, I have zero college debt. Like it was great. What's that like? (laughs) You can't have much though. Well, now, yeah, but if you went to grad school and everything else and master's, that's different. Yep. Yeah, I didn't. I did, I did just my four years in and out, which now looking back at it, I probably didn't even have to do. Real estate, you don't need it. Right. And I, didn't, I literally did nothing with my degree. And I always feel bad. I saw my, um, my advisor the other day. He's still at Plattsburgh. A super guy. But I always like felt bad because like, I went in this, this major, and they obviously want you to kind of like get into that major, and I totally punted my last like two years. What was your major? Supply chain management. And it was good. It was a really like interesting field, but I didn't like the job like setting. Like I didn't like right. corporate life. And I had my license when I was a junior senior at Plattsburgh. So I ended up like dabbling in real estate and doing that. And then I ended up getting just out of school. And I just said, I never even applied for a job. I just did real estate. So right. I always like f- feel that it was probably like a letdown because there's only like five kids that graduated with the degree. And they're like, oh, this is great. We're going to like get them in some cool jobs. And like, I was like, I'm, I'm out. But um, I don't think he really cared. He's a nice guy. I always talk to him, but I always feel that I was like a disappointment to that program. Oh, you were not. Maybe You're not. You're a success story, just not in supply uh, chain management. Yes, supply chain management. I ended up, I won't get into it, but it was just not for me. It wasn't, wasn't my cup of tea. Um, so, and anything in regards to Irish dancing for you, like going forward, like what's your goal with, with Irish dancing? Um, I just want to continue to grow as a a school. Um, I'd like to offer more classes, like I said, hopefully an adult class when I'm done grad school, Mm -hmm. um, and get, get some more kids into competition because I obviously loved that side and I love, um, teaching kids and having them compete. Um, it's really fun for me. Again, it's not a necessity, but I do enjoy doing that. Um, and yeah, I guess just continuing to grow. Um, I like to be a part of the community. Um, I, I don't know what the future Do, holds. Would you want to get to the point where this could become a full-time job for you? Where like maybe it would be where you could, if you wanted to step away yeah. and just like just focus hundred percent on dance. See, here is my dilemma. Cause people ask me that as well. Mm-hmm. Um, cause I'm, I'm busy and I do a lot and they're like, why don't you just do dance? Um, I just never want to get to a place where I'm solely dependent on it. Cause I feel like that might make it less fun. Yeah. That's what, that's kind of where I was going. Like, do you find that? Cause it's still very much a passion for right. you. So if you found that that was now your livelihood, cause some people do yeah. that, they find their passion and all of a sudden they're like, well, I just like, like, or it's like people that open up a gym. Like I like working out and all of a sudden they open the gym and like, I just like working out. I don't like all the other stuff that is right, involved with right, the gym. Right. Like I just want to, that's my like place where I can go and escape and do whatever. And then all of a sudden someone gets into it and then they realize all the other stuff that I mentioned, like, right. okay, now you have, well, maybe not necessarily payroll if you don't have people, but now you have overhead. Now you have, right. you know, all the other stuff Business that, yeah. Aspect. yeah. Yep. Um, but no, I don't mind that part. I actually enjoy running it, um, mm-hmm. and having say in all those aspects. Um, yeah, I just feel like if I were to become financially dependent on it, it would be a little more stressful and mm-hmm. less less of a, an enjoyable thing. 
And usually what happens, like as you grow a business, you try to scale out the business a little bit, meaning scale your time. That's what I'm talking about like from an assistant for mm -hmm. me. But for you, if you really like the hands-on like teaching aspect, and then it gets to the point where the classes are too big, where you might not be able to instruct every single student that comes through through the um, or the, the academy, right? Yeah. Right? Or school, so, yeah. School or academy. So all of a sudden, say you have 30 you know, people now and then it maybe gets to a hundred and then all of a sudden you're like, wow, I'm at a hundred people. So here's the thing though, is the commission, this, governing, oh, here we go. <laughs> this governing body, you, as a, so my certification is a TCRG. It's what it's called. Don't ask me what it stands for. Um, it's Gaelic. Just Google uh, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, so when you teach kids to, who are competing under this governing body, you're not supposed to have someone teach on their own that is not certified. But if you had somebody certified, could they teach un under yes, you? Yes. Okay. Yeah. So is there amount amount of students that you can have at your academy? No, there's no limit. So they don't cap but it. I'm so just you supposed have 50? to. I I have to be at every class. Gotcha. Like I have assistants, but they don't run the class without me. Mm -hmm. So so they're just kind of like second teacher, like eyes or whatever. They or, help me. Yeah, yeah, they're young. They're young girls, so they're kind of learning learning the teaching aspect of it and i hope one day that they decide to teach and follow in your gillies yeah <laughs> and stay with me um but that's a long they you have to now be 21 to take the exam okay and they and they the young, turned it oldest to, is 16 you said mm -hmm. it helps yeah and they turned it into a grades too so like just taking all the grades it's almost a year process before you can even apply to take the exam. So, yeah, so you're probably a solid, well, if you stick with these girls, meaning if they stick with you versus finding someone right. that's older, you're probably six years out from. At least. Uh, yeah, because you yeah. know the year. Yeah, so six years out. Um, but could you at that point, if, if you had a lot of demand for it, um, and depending, again, you can only... Yeah, so could you get to, say, 75 girls or 100 or girls, I, boys, I whatever? Could. I absolutely could, and I hope that someday I do. Um, it would just be the classes would have to be spread out so I could be at all of them. Yeah, and you'd have, I, I'm assuming you, you're only comfortable up to a certain amount of students per class. Like you yeah. wouldn't want 30 kids in a class, or 30 Correct. people in a class could yeah. be overwhelming. Right. And you want a little more one-on-one, -on -one, I'm assuming. Right. Yeah. Um, and how, how long is a typical class? An hour. And is that, an hour is that? Like, how would you run a normal class? Is it like, do you warm up and stretch and stuff? Or is it, for the most part, you kind of limber up before and just like roll um, right in? Well, I like all my dancers to be warmed up when they get to class. Mm -hmm. um, it doesn't always happen. Um, normally, I do a quick warm up because it's good for placement um, mm -hmm. with a turnout, crossing, all that. Um, and then we drill the steps. There, there is a lot of repetition in Irish dance. It's, it's fast paced, but it's also repetitive because... Um, if you do end up going the competitive route, mm -hmm. you know which dances you have to do for these competitions and you spend a lot of time prepping them. Like that's where it's not just knowing the steps. It's knowing is my foot turned out is, are my legs crossed? Am I kicking my bum at this part? And you know, all the other aspects of it. Um, so yeah, they'd come to class, we do a quick warm up, we go over steps and depending like the last few weeks we've been going over choreography for, um, shows. Mm -hmm. Um, and then the really young ones, we play games at the end, some fun games. Uh, so, so when, when you, um, 
repetition. So you could just sit there and keep doing the same step over and over and over again. make it look nicer. Yeah, so you just kind of, now, is that, could that be one of your, like, even private lesson could be maybe the whole day is spent, or the whole lesson spent on one or two steps? Oh, absolutely. And you just keep, like, just hammering it out? Yeah. Now, do a lot of these girls go, do you think a lot of them practice outside? They better. Okay. I was just, I I assume (laughs) so, that they're putting time Um, in out. I do put an emphasis on outside practice, and again, that's where I do use um, social media, um, well, not social media, but um, technology. Cause I like to video the steps mm-hmm. and me saying them and I send them to the parents so the parents can help because my youngest are four years old. So that's crazy. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's wild. So do you do, do you have like a YouTube page or anything with stuff on it? I don't have a YouTube page right now. What I do for the steps and stuff is I just send it email to all the parents blast it out yeah um because again like i do post things with kids dancing but i i would try not to post full steps online because um, i remember probably more so meg than you that you guys would like just randomly be dancing all the time and, and, and i say when i say randomly dancing meaning like down the hallway at school or just like at a party or like just hanging out you just like look over and like meg's like dancing i'm like but that obviously like it's something that she was really passionate about but if you're trying to like memorize stuff it's probably in your head very all the time all the time so you're just kind of like going over little steps even if it's i'm assuming even just timing of stuff where it might not have to be i'm not in my full dance guard but i can kind of replicate the song in my head right. and just like step doom boom but it's more of the the uh like i said the memorization probably or pattern of what you have to do absolutely well even i don't know if you noticed it even on my fingers i was i was dancing do you do that? Yeah, all the time. If I'm standing still, so what's I'm that usually right there, standing like... like this and turn out. I tell my dancers to do, th- to do that too, to open the hips because the turnout comes from the hips. So just normally, like if you're just standing around to do that? Just, yeah. Just, well, okay. when I did CrossFit, you all made fun of me because yeah. of when I did. Well, I didn't like, make fun of you. I kind of. I did. What was, what's it called? The squat. I, I, I don't know. You gotta, you gotta, I need more. Oh, uh, I was totally going to say like a press I, motion. I but. like like standing with my legs like this and turn out one of the do you ski no have you ever skied um i snowbladed in high school back in the day yeah, yeah. When we were on the stretch. and so, i tried snowboarding but it's really bad like really bad yeah so i was the same, i think the same as you so i've gotten more into skiing but i've spent the last like 10 years like working out like you try like on a squat you try to like externally rotate your like your hip or hips with your legs and stuff for your hips and then skiing is like the exact opposite. They want right. you to like keep your skis together. And I, I had the hardest time because it's like counterproductive to what I'm doing. So I right. always want to kind of like flare out a little bit, which means I'm a little wider than I should. And I don't get that like the tight turn. So it's just kind of like, is that kind of the same thing? It's, yeah. Like so many, mo- like your motor patterns have been ingrained for 10, 15, 20 years. Yeah, I don't sudden, stand like, with my feet straight. They're like this. Normally, just yeah. natural. Yeah. So if you were to stand, it's just boom, that's your tendency. Mm-hmm. Um, do you do a lot of stretching or is it just more of a standing in a position? Like if you stand in a position and it just happens to, like if you're standing in the position, you're naturally, your body's kind of getting used to like that range of motion, but do you actively stretch out like hamstrings and and hips and things like that? So you guys like at the end, um, we don't stretch at the beginning. They need to be warmed up first. Um, yeah. Cause like the kicks are supposed to be to your head. Like there's a lot of flexibility that needs to happen. So stretching is very, very important. Do you do yoga at all? Um, 
I haven't in the last few years because of time, but I do love yoga. Yeah. And I, I do I, suggest I, it to my dancers too. Yeah. I figure that'd be probably a good thing to loosen up when I'm, yeah. when I'm stretch, when I'm actively focusing on stretching, like, and I was doing it, I've got away the last like probably month and a half to two months. And I've noticed a complete difference. Like I go from like Gumby to like, yeah. like stiff tin man. Like yeah. I can't, it's, it's uh, important for injury prevention. Yeah. And I find that I get injured more when I don't. Absolutely. Do you, random random other thought do you have like texting problem or no what do you my, mean i think i have arthritis in my thumb you just From said in, injuries yeah <laughs> no I, I don't know if that's a thing but like my right I'm sure like here i have i know i have like even pressing here hurts like this hurts all from here all the way down you text I, a lot yeah yeah, so I would. not like texting like oh texting my buddies like just texting for work like yeah. I'm constantly texting or typing or emailing or writing notes. See, that's a catch twenty two though. Like I said, I try and be socially, like social media prevalent, but I hate being on my phone. I hate it. People would be surprised. I'm on my phone all the time. I hate being on my phone. Yeah. In the point where if I didn't if I didn't need to communicate with people as much as I need to communicate with people, I wouldn't be on my phone. And I really mean yeah. that. Like, I want to be on social media because I very rarely follow stuff on social media. That's right. why I say, like, my current events and stuff on social media is, like, if I like your pictures on Instagram, I you have to be within the first three to five people on Instagram. Like, I'll go, oh, like... Yeah, you don't even scroll through? No, I'll be like, boom, 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 off. Yeah. I, I don't... I very rarely scroll through my Instagram. I have a personal and a business. I very rarely check my personal one. So right. sometimes I'll pop, I'll pop on there and be like, oh, there's a post. And I haven't seen their post. All of a sudden they've posted 20 times <laughs> since I last checked. Um, same thing with Facebook. Like My favorite time of the year is fourth. One of my favorite times is 4th of July for like three or four days. I do not have my phone on me. I literally, I shut it off and I put it in my bag. There you go. And I, I don't, and when I say don't, I, you cannot get a hold of me unless you physically drive to where I am. So why? That's just like your vacation? It's, yeah, it's like 4th of July. We go to Fern Lake and I completely check out for four days like i'm with like people but i'm not right. like no work no phone no checking anything That's like good. it is the greatest because it feels like i'm a i can like wake up in the morning just do whatever hang out all day go with the flow go to bed at night and i feel great and there's i don't i'm not stressed i don't know what time it is at all throughout the day like i basically you don't even wear watch no i don't wear watch I, nothing i don't know i don't know time i have no commitments i literally am just sitting like that's a dream it is well it's just it's one time like people text me on christmas day about real estate stuff it's insane you would like later on on christmas after christmas morning like three four o'clock in the afternoon someone will text me stuff every year i know that that's um another thing with my job because i i teach special ed mm -hmm. is i try and separate if you're texting me after school hours don't expect me to answer like, I'll answer during the day. Yeah. Well, it's even hard during the day, obviously, because you have children mm -hmm. with you. Um, but I cannot stand just because you can reach somebody that they, there's an expectation that you need to answer immediately. It drives me nuts. I mean, I yeah. do it, and I, I feel... Yeah, I'm guilty I of it, too. I feel pressured if I don't answer a, a business text, like, right away, if it's a dancer or, they ha or a dancer's parent that has a question, like, I like to be prompt with that. Yeah, like, I... like. I would say most nights, Monday through Friday, I'm probably texting people up till nine, ten o'clock at night on stuff. And that's like almost every night. And in mornings, my first text probably roll in somewhere around seven in the morning. And that's normal. Like, I mean, it's just, no, I'm not like at seven, like responding the text, but like I'll get a text and I'll respond at like eight thirty, nine o'clock when I'm kind of 
Like I try my mornings. I try not to do like I, I see text. I see email, but right. I try not to do anything because it's it's like a quiet time for me. Quiet meaning it's like before the day really gets going right. so I can kind of get some stuff done. And then evenings I try to completely check out. But, you know, I do some stuff at night, but it's when you're getting calls or people have been checking out all day like they like, hey, I'm not going to be home till six tonight. Can we talk this this evening? Well, the other thing, too, is I have kids. So like right. my when I get home to when the kids go to bed, I try to have an hour to two hours with just the kids where I'm not like not responding back. Well, that brings me to like eight thirty, nine o'clock. Yeah, that's hard. So then it's like nine o'clock to 10 is when I'm responding to stuff just because I try to not not get in the way of of the kids so i try to really just good yeah and but I'm, it's I'm it's sure tough people appreciate that especially if they have children i think most do but you'd be surprised man there's some there's some there's some people Needy that people yeah, well it's just like <laughs> i'll be like hey listen like i'm with the kids putting the kids down or hey i'll text you later i'm you know hanging out with the kids and they almost like get like snippy where they're like well i need it now like like chill like it's right. you can get it in two hours from now or you can get it tomorrow morning and like that's the thing with our business is for the most part, it's bank and a, an attorney dependent when you're under contract. Right. They don't work no, they, after hours. Right. Like I, just because you can reach me, like I should get better at that. But we're also dealing with a lot of stuff prior to that point. But when it's like stuff that's under contract, I'm like, I, nothing's going to happen until tomorrow anyway. So just right. like text me at like eight, nine in the morning and then we'll figure it out then. But yeah, some people get, um, yeah, but back to the phone thing. I, I, I'd be totally happy with no phones. I'd be happy with no social media. To be honest, if social media just got wiped out, I'd be fine. I don't know. I, I've what? What's your favorite social media platform? Is it Instagram? Right now, it's Instagram. Yeah. Mine would be YouTube. I like watching really? stuff. Yeah. See, Evan does that. I see. I honestly, not to sound like, whatever. I have no time. I have. I'm lucky. I I go home. So I work. Obviously, eight to one is when the kids are there. Mm-hmm. One to two thirty is prep. Um, I usually end up staying till three and then I have dance classes that start at four and I'm lucky if I'm home by eight. Yeah. And those are those like those chunks of time aren't, I can't just check my phone and respond. I mean, I can, but the likelihood that I will. So I'm getting home at eight, haven't eaten dinner. Yep. Um, and that's, that's my time. So eight to nine, cause I try and go to bed early. It's a long day. Yeah. And I'm, Yeah. Um, like, like for me, YouTube is like, if I'm, I do it while I'm doing stuff. So very rarely am I just like the the only time I think during the week that I can sit down and like watch is like Friday night at like 10 at night. I'll like lay in my bed and like, I can just like watch something. Right. So very, like when I watch TV, I'm usually like on the computer answering emails or doing stuff that I have, haven't gotten to during the day. Um, I like to read too, but I don't read as much as I like because of time. Yeah. Like I'd love to have like a half hour a day where I could just read because I do like reading, but that's tough. I read a lot for grad school and for work. I, my free time, I want to veg out, watch TV. Mindless stuff. Just yeah. Like, yeah. And usually I'm also doing housework, laundry, yep. trying yep. to get something else done during that time. There, There's never, there's not a lot of time for relaxation, I, but that I'm not complaining because I, I love what I do, both jobs. I, I always wonder when... I think that I think like twenties are the hardest time of your life from like a lot of perspectives. I hope so. And then, <laughs> but I think perspective in the sense of 
people are figuring out what they want to do. They're like in entry level jobs, like financially, it's a little more stressful because of you get a lot of things dumped on you without really having the means to pay for a lot of it, especially like, I mean, like now. Um, And then I find 30s, depending when you have children, that's like another testing time. That's fine. That's fine. (laughs) Um, I'll tell you that will save you a lot of time right there. Um, (laughs) That's exactly why. uh, But the, the, the kid aspect, that's like, that's a whole nother because you, you, you punt a lot of stuff for your kids. So like, like I can't there, imagine like there's stuff that you want to do and get to. And like, you just don't do it because like me, if I'm not working, I try to hang out with the kids. And if I'm not with doing either, either of those, I really try to put my fun time with work time and I try to double end that. And then if I can do stuff, cause the kids are so little that they're not, like, you know, when you get older and you're like, I'm going to my friend's house or I'm going to go do this, or I just want to hang out in my room and do something and right. not talk to mom and dad. Well, then your parents are like, have some free time. Like right. they can do stuff. Like right now, that's not the case. So you're with the kids no matter what or watching them. So or when it's, Oakland is at Irish dance class at Morse Academy. She could be. She will. She's, uh, she's got really chunky legs, <laughs> so she might be good like dancer. She could. I'd have no problem with that. That'd probably be good for her. She's like, a, I think she's gonna be like a little bull in a china closet though. So you'd have to. Reel her in. That's all right. She might do a lot of sit-ups. <laughs> you think so? Yeah, I think so. I think she could do, yeah. I think she'd be well-behaved she, for she's me. Su- she's such a cutie, though. I think she'd be, I think she'd have fun doing that. That, she'll definitely play like soccer. I mean, I think, I think that's a given. Our son likes playing sports, like soccer. Soccer. Are they going to Shazy? No, we're in uh, Saranac District. You're Saranac, okay. You guys, Peru? Yes. Yeah, it's weird. I would love Shazy. My wife does not want to live in Shazy, and which is fine because where we live is more convenient travel wise. Right. But, um, yeah, there's a part of me that's like, man, I really wish we'd go to the same school. So I don't know. I think if the kids end up playing Shazy, I'm like, sorry, kids, I'm, I might root against you. I want you to score. No, you I want you to score, no, you but I, I hope that's you. That's all right. Lose. Oakland's not gonna play soccer. She's gonna dance anyway. That'd be fine. I would have no problem with her going to dance class. I'll put it's her right up. here. It's right at OLVA. I know. I'll put her in suit. Then that's like kind of like babysitting. I'd be like, hey, she won't yell at you. She make you do sit-ups. And it'll be back. She's like, I did 300 sit-ups. Today. I'm like, well. <laughs> she would not have to do 300. 300 And sit- usually the young, the young, young ones, I don't. They don't even know what a sit-up is at this point. Yeah. For, well, yeah, she's only, yeah, so she'll be, she's about three and a half years out. Good. We I expect that. her. Remind me. And yeah. she'll be with Bryn, hopefully. Megan's baby. Why would she be coming back up here? Hopefully, I think that's really? the plan. Eventually, yeah. Oh, that'd be awesome. Yeah, it's yeah because she they're the same age or very close. How old? No, she just hit six months. Six months. Yeah, I just saw that post. So they're about three months apart. I got her that Irish dance dress. Um. So wait, oh, May, June, July. So August? She an August baby? September. She was around Meg's birthday. Oh, she no, she was the same day as Meg's, wasn't she? Yeah. I think they share a birthday. I th- yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, September eleventh. Yeah. I'm good. When's your birthday? The 6th. September? Mm-hmm. I probably knew that. All right. Um, Sam, anything else you want to say? So um, it, just, no. Actually, well, yeah. I mean, before you like give a plug about your business? Uh, No, I think we covered a lot of topics. A lot of topics that I didn't think we would talk about We just either. We just like, whatever, okay. whatever, off the cuff, there's yeah. no, there's no, uh, there's absolutely no structure here. So I just kind of wing it and I ask questions about 
I literally had Irish dancing, Corona outfits <laughs> in one year and I took notes. I try to take notes, but we've known each other for a while. So I just yeah, kind of, yeah. it's easier just to kind of ask and just let it roll. No, um, I think you've, you've asked some good questions and we covered is there all anything, the basics of Irish dancing. What else should, should I have asked about Irish dancing that I didn't? Uh, if you want to take an adult class. If I want to? Yeah. I, I got to get my arms straight first. I got to, you already told me the first step. I got to be able to turn my toes out. Um, I'll try it after once the camera stop rolling. We'll, uh, I'll show we'll you how it. to Why? stand. This battery might've died. This actually, Sam, you might have. So Sam requested that we film. We haven't filmed a Gail and Trombley show episode and probably this is episode 68. Um, it really? I feel like I see you pop up all the time. Well, we do realty talk, which I, I film, okay. which is the which is the real estate one. This one's not, so I don't really film it because it's longer. So the longer one, because it takes long to buffer, like not buffer, but like upload everything right. and whatever the terms are, um, it becomes kind of a pain in the butt. But um, so since we've had this on, the the thing only tapes every thirty minutes, and the battery hasn't died yet. It's getting low, but then the SD card filled up. And I wasn't sure how much um, memory was on the SD card, so I just threw one in, yeah. not knowing it was not the good one. So this one's going to be kind of choppy on the video. The audio is fine besides me getting up and randomly walking around fixing stuff. So but that's okay. That's all right. Yeah. It, really, all that matters is that your hair got, is getting shown. <laughs> well, and my Morse Academy jacket. I wore my track Actually, that's kind of a cool. Yeah, those are yeah, kind of cool. Yeah, these were made in Ireland. The outfit? Mally? Pre-corona. Pre Does it say Mally? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> This is not affected. If you wear this, you will not get Corona. <laughs> Did you come up with the color scheme for it? Yeah. It's cool. And, the, okay. and they made the knot for me. I don't know if you can. I can see it. Knot. Yeah. There's a big one on the back. Yeah. S same one. Mm -hmm. So that's just, that's not, now that is not like, you have to have that knot. That's like your logo. I mean, I, that's not, that's not within you know, they the didn't guidelines. They make me sign anything. They just designed it for me. So. This, Did you get that from an Irish dancing from, academy? From Mally Sportswear. They're based out of Dublin and they okay. do almost all of the school's track suits. No, so they're probably within the guidelines or whatever. Yeah. If there's a requirement for that. Well, they're not, they're definitely not under the like commission, but yeah. there aren't really any that I know of any strict <laughs> rules for like marketing. That's good. Very traditional. So maybe, maybe if you had to like pen and paper kind of stuff, but you might be good. They didn't have social media so. back then. Right. Right. Back, yeah, in, they back in the day. They've had to, they've had to make a lot of amendments too, because obviously Irish dance has been around a long time. When, when did it start? Oh gosh, I I don't I couldn't 14, give you 15, a year. 1600? I couldn't give you a year. A long time though. Hmm. Do you know where it st uh, actual started? Was it like probably some backwoods of Ireland? Somewhere in Ireland, and it used to be like dance masters who would travel to the villages and teach the dances. So like those are the dances that I told you that are very traditional and in like a a book to learn. Did, um, does any other place, like you have Irish dancing, but is there any other country that's really known for Irish dancing? I mean, it's all over. There's people, not a, a huge amount, but there's people in like New Mexico, Australia. But they like, call it Irish dancing? Yeah. Oh, it is. Okay. I yeah. didn't know if it was, is, if it's a different name or is it just called Irish dancing? Like it's jazz Irish. is jazz or like, you know, salsa is salsa, like a certain dance group. No, it's called it's called Irish dancing, and um, like again, that governing body, you have to meet the requirements to compete. 
What's the, that. What's the governing body? Do you actually know the name? It's, oh, I'm going to not pronounce it but properly. It, but it's, it's probably not Irish. It's like Dan- On Commission Rinka Gaelica. So it's got like a Gaelic name to it. Yeah. So it doesn't just say like of Irish dancing. Right. Okay. Well, I, it I, says it, but it translates to that, but. Yeah, I figured it was a little it, more yeah. traditional sounding than just like the, cannot, the governing body of Irish dancing. I speak Gaelic, so sorry. Anyone watching that? Do you know that. any words or just like like gillies? Um, Rinka is dance. Gillies, soft shoe. Um, I mean, there, I it's, have you ever watched? There's a funny. Um, <laughs> there's a funny interview of someone who's Irish, and it it spells like the names. And then she does the pronunciation and it's nothing. She like, is Irish or she's pretending yeah, to be? No, she's Irish. It's um, Saoirse somebody. She's famous. And she's reading Gaelic writing? Yeah, it was on this? like Conan or somebody. Like it was an interview and it was pretty much how everything, how it's spelled in Gaelic is nothing like it's pronounced. Oh, gotcha. So they were trying to pronounce it and she was like, it's actually pronounced this. Yeah, like Kiva, I think is spelled like C-H-A-O-I-M-E. Yeah. <laughs> It's wild. So like when I went, like I've been to Ireland and the signs over there, are, they have Gaelic underneath. So it's right. like not everywhere, but you have like Irish and you have Gaelic underneath. And especially when you're in like not the very touristy parts or very city parts, like there's some real Gaelic stuff and right. like some old, old signs and things. And, uh, my grandpa can, well, right. he can speak it. Um, now, like I said, he's probably a little harder to hear than when he was younger, but he used to say, not, not like in sentences, but you would ask him stuff and he would tell you what it meant and how to right. say it. And it's it was so cool. pretty wild because I don't, I don't know how often it's still top. Obviously he's 90, so it's still more prevalent than probably a 19 year old over there. Right. 19 year old kids like, I don't know. I play on Instagram all day. So, yeah. um, no, that's good. So, um, if anybody needs to find you, Sam, how do they get in contact with you? What what's the first step if they're interested in, in potentially doing Irish dance or they have a young boy or girl that wants to do Irish dancing, like how would they yeah. get in contact? So, um, I have a website. It's morseacademy.net. Um, I'm also on Facebook and Instagram and all of those links should send you, you can find my contact info. The best way to do it is through email. And that's definitely, you can, or you could message me on Facebook too, or Instagram. Um, but my website, morseacademy.net has, um, a form to fill out that would that would contact me and I'm pretty quick to respond so do, do people need like a long like if they someone reached out to you this week and said I want to like start can they start like the following week so, or is there like a intro or do you have like certain times of the year that you start them normally I start terms as a group however I'm glad you asked that because somebody did contact me and I'm going to let them try out a class in March because I mean I don't have a, my term runs from January to May and Mm -hmm. then I have a summer session in June, which is a great time to try it because it's only five weeks. Um, And then I offer a dance camp in August and then another term starts in September. And usually I try and start people at the beginning of terms, but since it's such a a popular season, if I, if I know the person or if the, if the kids are maybe a little older, Mm -hmm. um, I don't, I don't mind them kind of hopping in and trying it and if it works they can stay for the rest of the term if it if it's you know not working i'd maybe suggest private lessons until a term starts does do you need a background in is is a background in dance good for irish dancing just in dance in general what kind of dance yeah ballet absolutely because ballet has technique that is similar 
not the same. Yes, toes out is so important. Um, is similar, not the same to Irish dancing. So it it provides a great background or gymnastics. I would say hip hop is probably not as good of a background, um, but it might make it easier for counting music or, like or picking stuff. up steps and stuff. Yeah, but technique wise, I don't think not as much. Hmm. And do you ever dance to like crazy music? Like not classic, like, like, do you dance to like Dropkick Murphys? Um, I do try and I, I love to throw in like fun songs. Like for our Christmas show, we did, um, we did a dance to, it was a, on a new movie. I can't remember it, like Noel or something. Was it Irish though? No. Just a random? Yeah. Just a fun, popular song, but it had <laughs> the same timing. Like you could dance your reel to it because of the timing. So, so we. It's all about beats per minute. And- yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Huh. I like that. Um, all right, Sam, thanks for coming on. Thank you so much I'm, for having I'm me. Glad, I'm glad you're doing what you're doing. This is really cool. Um, yeah, reach out to Sam. Uh, we'll put some uh, notes in the um, the show notes, so morseacademy.net. Um, maybe you'll see her in March pending coronavirus cancellations. But <laughs> I don't think if, in March, but whenever they reschedule. Because two events, yeah. Shamrock Shuffle was canceled. Like canceled indefinitely or rescheduled? I don't know if they're rescheduling. Okay. I know the Shamrock Shuffle canceled because it was hosted by CVPH. They can't host oh, gotcha. a, a massive public event at this mm-hmm. time. Um, and then Fiddles, Fiddles and Ale is hopefully being rescheduled. Okay. Um, and yeah. This, no, is, this, is, this is a tough... This is a tough year because we're Kevin on Realty. We have green shamrock shirts, and this is when people wear that stuff. <laughs> know, and now nobody's going out and seeing people, so it's really cramping my uh, my one time of the year. Um, do you have a shirt yet? I don't have a shirt. Oh. I would love a shirt. I would. I would shirt. totally. I'll get Evan a shirt too. Yeah, Evan looks well, good in he, green. Yes, he does. He also put it into perspective, though, for me too. He said, "You know, you can't do anything." without your health like you can't teach dance you can't health is wealth yeah you can't go out and do all these shows if you're not alive to do them which it to me is a bit drastic at this point but i mean at the end of the day i agree so and i'd never want to put my dancers in a potentially harmful situation so we'll see if if everything is being canceled because being in a big group is not yeah what's best for everyone then unfortunately because we're supposed to be at Valcor for that Shamrock Shuffle. And they said, um, you're welcome to still come, but the run is canceled. But then the event after that canceled. So I'm kind of feeling like... The whole thing's going to... Maybe yeah. I should just yeah, not, but it's such a bummer. That's when you just have like a nice little house party and just take a bunch of Irish car bombs. <laughs> hey, it happens. Brings us back to high school. Um, yeah. All right. So on there, um, this is our... Irish um, St. Patrick's Day episode slash coronavirus episode. So that nobody can celebrate. That nobody can of celebrate. Coronavirus. All right. Thank you very much, Sam. Episode Thank 68 you. of the Galen Trombley Show. We're out. Thanks for listening to the Galen Trombley Show. If you want to reach me, you can go on Facebook at Galen Trombley, on Instagram at Galen Trombley, and on YouTube at Galen Trombley. The spelling, G-A-E-L-A-N-T-R-O-M-B-L-E-Y.